0: She's classy, she's sassy, she's a little smart-assie, ladies and gents, the priestess of swearing spirituality, the badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Hey, welcome to the Bitch Scopes podcast, where I dish about the current astrological mood with a feminist twist. Um, and by feminist, I just mean people who give a shit about women's rights and thereby everyone's rights, because all the crap that they're doing to women, they can do to everyone. So we need to change that shit. I'm Kelly McLean, and um, you know, I have some feelings about things. <laughs> Thanks for being here. But um, the thing that I feel uh, the most about is astrology. Been doing it for a long time. It has never bored me or, you know, lost my attention. If you can hear my cat in the background, I'm sorry. Um, He likes to play fetch and he's (laughs) bugging. So anyway, um, yeah, welcome. Let's just uh, do some housekeeping first. Uh, First of all, what is today? Today is May 8th. What? Um, And... I don't know where you're listening to this. I appreciate you listening. We're trying to funnel our listeners over to Spotify because that's um, how our host wants it to be. Our host is Spotify. Um, and we are our hands are kind of tied with some things until we get all of our followers over on Spotify. Um, even I have had to change my listening habits because I am an Apple podcast girl. But um, I would really appreciate it if you're not listening on Spotify, if you could just like hit pause, go over to Spotify um, and listen to it over there. Um, I also have created um, sort of an umbrella entity that all three of my podcasts live under and it's called House of Bleep, like House of Bleep. Um <laughs> And I've talked about why I've done that before, and I'm sure everybody's bored of hearing about it. But if you want to follow that one, that one has all three of the podcasts under it. And, um, yeah. So Spotify, House of Bleep, that would be uh, a big help to us and to me. Um. But overall, I just really appreciate you listening. So thanks. Let's talk about some fucking astrology, shall we? All right. Um, Like I said, today is May 8th. So this is going to be for the week of May 8th to May 14th. Although I do touch on some stuff that happens on Monday the 15th. I try to do that so that when I upload this late, um, which sometimes – well, no, let's be honest. Often I upload (laughs) Monday afternoon or Monday evening. So I don't – you know want you guys to miss stuff um anyway let's see so first of all we survived another eclipse that uh full moon in scorpio um i hate full moons i know as an astrologer i'm supposed to like be like neutral and positive and sh- <laughs> i am not a fan of full moons never have been um i was born on a full moon so like i guess i should be like a full moon baby um I just don't dig the emotional angst that comes with the full moon. They're just always kind of dramatic. However, and this one was in Scorpio, which is, of course, a water sign and can be kind of intense. Um, I didn't feel like it was terrible. I didn't feel like it was too bad. I I did okay. Hopefully, you guys did too. Um, so here we are, and this week, uh, last week too, but even more so this week, Taurus is just all packed together. There's so much happening in Taurus. We've got the Sun, the North Node, Uranus, and Mercury. Um, Venus and Mars are both in Cancer. Uh, Mars is... They're not conjunct or anything. Mars is quite a ways ahead of, of Venus. But having Mars and Venus, which... Typically, that's like the masculine and feminine, and kind of like the lover energy. Um, they're on the same page because they're in the same sign. So that's kind of a good thing. Um, the big news this week is fantastic news, and that is Mercury stations direct. Woohoo! Oh. <laughs> One down, like two more to go this year, I think. Really. Again, I try to be positive. Um I don't dread Mercury retrogrades. They're really not usually horrible. I've had a couple that I was like, "What the fuck?" But usually they're not horrible. Usually they're just annoying, which is exactly what this one was. I've had Wi-Fi problems, um cell phone problems, microphone problems, computer problems, um car issues with like the stereo and the air conditioning and just like random crap that's just so stupid. So that goes direct on Sunday. But I will say, um, usually the day that Mercury stations either retrograde or direct, it's basically still. And that is usually the day that has the most fuckery of the Mercury retrograde cycle. So Sunday the 14th um, could be pretty wonky. i we'll try. Oh, that's also mother's day. So like, as long as you're not doing something with electronics, (laughs) hopefully it'll be okay. Um, there's tendency for misunderstanding. So just make sure you are being real aware of what you say and stuff on mother's day. Just don't piss your mom off. Right. Okay. Um, let's see what else we need to talk about. Uh, the, the week starts today, obviously, with what I call a no pants day, which if you've been listening for a while is a day that has no major transits. It's nice. It's unencumbered. That's just transit to transit stuff. What's in the sky. There's no such thing as a day with no transits because there's always something happening. And in your chart, it's very likely that there's multiple things happening, but when there's not major transits in the sky, the planets to each other, it does sort of make for a little more ease usually. So that's good. We start the week with no pants and we end the week with no pants. So that's good. So if you want to know where each of the planets are, is, are, uh, <laughs> go check out the blog at blogspot.com. I list all the planet placements and then the, all the transits. So Monday is listed as a no pants day. Saturday is a no pants day. Um, There's not a ton of like even major transits during this week. Um, Let's see. What do we have? Um, I'm mostly focusing on that clump of Taurus and where that hits everybody. Um, Taurus is a hard worker when properly motivated, Um, they do have a reputation for stubbornness and it is rightfully earned. Um, they're very comfort oriented, sensual, um, Taurus energy, people with strong Taurus, either you'll find them to be like someone has a really remarkable or unique voice. A lot of, um, famous and professional singers have a strong Taurus, um, or it just could be someone that has like a really deep voice, a remarkable voice, but a just a unique voice. Doesn't even have to be like a good voice per se, but like unique. Um, the other thing that you find with people with a strong Taurus is um, food and chefs and cooking and stuff like that. Uh, what is the name of that show on Netflix? I think it's called The Chef's Table. Chef's Table beautiful. It's just a beautifully done series. Um, They cover these real like up and coming avant garde um, chefs that do just like really artistic food stuff. It's so beautiful. Um, And so when I watched that, I was like, oh, I got to look up their charts. So I would look up their charts. (laughs) A lot of them have a very strong Taurus. So very sensual, comfort oriented, that kind of thing. So, you know, this week, since there's not a whole bunch going on, let's like, let's get a massage. Let's cook a gourmet meal. Let's listen to some beautiful music. uh, Let's eat the good chocolate and drink the finest tea and snuggle up in the softest blanket. Uh, That's kind of Saturn. They like nice stuff. This week, there's just a sprinkling of Saturn um, with some aspects to Mercury, Venus, and Juno. Um, That's not a bad thing. Saturn in this case, it's going to sort of give relationships, um, the benefit of some good judgment, loyalty, a sense of responsibility, stuff like that. So that's good. Mars has a square to Eris this week. Now, mythologically Eris is Mars's, Mars's sister. um, it's like that's it's a square, so it's a conflict. This to me is kind. It feels like a like a dysfunctional sibling rivalry on PCP. Um, <laughs> the plus side of this is that Mars will bulldoze anything that stands in his way. Um, they both have passion and hunger for power. Eris is um, really striving for recognition. Um, The Aries myth, which I've talked about before, is one of feeling left out, feeling, um, what is the word? Excluded, rejected. So she's really looking for recognition. Um, We can talk about that myth sometime. You guys should remind me because I'll forget. Um, So anyway, she's in Aries and Mars rules the sign of Aries. So they have the same desires for themselves and they can bring out the fire in each other. Depending on your chart, you might have to keep an eye on yourself to avoid behavior. That's ultimately kind of self-destructive. But I feel like this Mars square heiress could make us competitive with whom is the question. Um, And then next Monday, the 15th, uh, we have Mars trying Neptune. As a yummy transit. It's sexy and sensitive. And, uh, I think that one's good. Next Monday, I will talk about Jupiter changing signs that happens on Monday and Jupiter will stay in a sign for an entire year, 12 months, um, because it only changes signs once a year. And Jupiter is a very positive planet. It's the planet of luck and expansion and experience and, um, abundance and all of those good things. So when Jupiter changes signs, everybody feels kind of like, ooh, ooh, what's going to happen? Like it's nice. Um so we'll talk about that next week. Um but for now, let's talk about this clump of Taurus clump. I should call it a herd. It is a herd of Taurus. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Aries. Uh Taurus is in your second house of income, which is the natural rulership of Taurus. Um you should be in good financial flow unless your eighth house of you know debt and things you owe to other people is pulling toward that side. But even if it is, there's enough energy in your second house to get things going in the right direction for you. Saturn in Pisces um, is in your 12th house. And so you might be feeling a little more serious about your spiritual practices or routines. That is not a natural placement for Saturn at all. So there could be some awkwardness involved in getting your beliefs or shadow work kind of dialed in. Neptune is also there. This isn't new. Saturn and Neptune have been there for a while. Um, I'm just focusing on it this week because of the aspects they make. Uh, Neptune's also in that house, which is his domain. And um, from there, Neptune will try and Mars in Cancer, which is in your fourth house. So peace in yourself and peace within your family are really connected. And this week, you should see and feel that. Taurus the man woman of the hour, you should be feeling pretty good about yourself. um, Although you might need to watch out for a bit of complacency. You got to work for what you want still, but Saturn is in your 11th house of friends and future dreams, which is good because it can kind of offset any laziness you might fall prey to. Um, Neptune is in the 11th house as well, enhancing your thoughts and desires for your future with a dreamy idealistic quality. Neptune is trining Mars, who's in your third house of communication. So if you have a paper to write or a sales pitch to present, you have the poetic charisma to impress many people. Sorry, that was an alarm that just went off on my phone. Uh, my phone rang a few minutes ago while I was recording. It's just one of those days. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, you've got the the verbal charisma to um impress people, Taurus. Okay, Gemini. um, Taurus piles up in your closet in the 12th house. This is where everything is kind of nebulous and weird and hard to put your finger on. It's the house of the unconscious. So pay attention to your dreams. Um, Try to face issues from your past with compassion for yourself. Uh, The healing that takes place these days is really significant for your progression. Saturn is in your 10th house of career and public image making you determined and serious about professional goals. Neptune is also there in the 10th, giving that artsy vibe to those dreams. And then Neptune trines Mars, who is in your second house of money you earn. So those artsy dreams are definitely worth pursuing and have real potential to create income. Cancer, I really want to rename... The sign Cancer. I hate that word. It's a terrible word. Can we just call it something else? I don't know. Crustacean, arthropod, uh, crabby. I don't know. I just fuck. Sorry, Cancer. I just don't like the way your name. Anyway, Taurus is in your eleventh house of friends and people you know, so you are probably pretty busy networking these days and meeting and greeting and all that. Saturn is in your ninth house of beliefs and expansion. So you might be seriously considering a move or a trip overseas um, or digging into your formal education experiences, aka school. Uh, from that ninth house of expansion, Neptune trains Mars in your first house. So opportunities for personal growth can present themselves during this time, um, especially from overseas um, or in a teaching position or in regards to your belief system. Um, if you are a cancer, I'm really curious, uh, if you've got some stuff happening in an overseas way, I would love to know what it is. Just curious. Leo, your career continues to be the topic du jour, du jour, (laughs) Taurus in your 10th house indicates that there is positive money flow happening for you either now or in the near future. You aren't going to make the wrong choice. I don't think you can make the wrong choice. Saturn and Pisces in your eighth house looks like you have really good support from others, whether it's your partner, it's emotional support or financial support. Neptune is also in the eighth house. So really, really don't underestimate the power of your intuition and even your psychic abilities at this time. Further to that, Neptune will try and Mars in Cancer in your 12th house, which is also a very psychic place, Cancer in the 12th. You absolutely have loved ones and ancestors on the other side to guide you right now. You just have to tap into it. You always have it, but it is particularly emphasized with these placements right now. Okay, Virgo. Whether you're in school or not, you are definitely in a time of learning and expansion. Your ninth house is packed full of Taurus rather than book knowledge. This feels like experiential knowledge from things you touch, taste, see, et cetera. And that sounds a lot like travel to me, but it depends on your chart with Saturn and Pisces in your seventh house. You are definitely either in the process of like formalizing a relationship um, or getting ready to experience a deeper level of seriousness with a partner. A love partner or a business partner. Uh, Neptune is also in that seventh house creating romance and artsiness as he does. Neptune trines Mars, who's in your 11th house of dreams for the future. So artistic and sensitive endeavors are really blessed right now, and you'll find the right people to make your dreams for the future come true. Okay, Libra. Your eighth house of intimacy and joint resources is standing room only with all that Taurus right now. You have lots of support of others, either financial financial or emotional. Financial <laughs> or emotional, or both. Saturn in Pisces makes artistic and emotional pursuits uh, have stronger footing than we're accustomed to. Saturn is in your sixth house of health, routine, and day-to-day work there's a psychic enhancement to finding a job and health security right now mars and cancer is usually a placement associated with good money mars will try neptune creating a perfect flow between your routines and your career houses so all of this looks really good scorpio i hope you're soaking up the sexy vibes that are brimming over in your seventh house if you're in a relationship you should be benefiting from these energies and feeling more connected overall If you're single or career-focused, partnership and work relationships will benefit from the Taurian determination and loyalty. Saturn and Neptune are both in your fifth house, giving joy and creativity a sense of importance and meaning. Connection to children should also be very good right now. Neptune will trine Mars, who's in your ninth house, giving you a desire for experience and maybe travel. The trine between the fifth and the ninth house pretty much screams let's have an adventure sagittarius your sixth house is full of taurus energy right now indicating a week or so of hustle and grind the sixth house also rules physical health and taurus is a very body oriented sign this is a good time to work on good habits for yourself or to pay attention to anything that doesn't quite feel right Saturn in Pisces is in your fourth house, so there's a focus and sensitivity around home and family. Neptune is also there in that fourth house, and it's likely that if you're already a sensitive person or an empath, you probably will feel very connected to your family and your roots. Neptune will try in Mars, who's in your eighth house, so feeling very ambitious and passionate. Use your intuition to sense the way forward, and you'll make great strides in this period. Capricorn. You have Taurus in the fifth house just brimming over right now. This is a recipe for romance and flirting, but also creativity, particularly artistic projects that involve the senses. Creative expression and children, either literally or childlike energy, will be emphasized as long as that conglomeration of Taurus is hanging out in that area of your chart. Saturn is in your third house, giving a lot of emphasis to communication, ideas, expression, and learning. Neptune is also there creating, adding creativity to the mix. Uh, Neptune will try and Mars who's in your seventh house currently. So all in all, there's a strong emphasis on personal and family relationships. Aquarius. Home and family is one of the strongest themes for you right now. The Taurus pileup happens in your fourth house. Caring for loved ones, decorating your house, providing comfort and material well-being for your family is emphasized as long as this clump, I mean herd, (laughs) of Taurus sits there. Good news, Saturn and Pisces is in your second house and that can create income from artistic pursuits. Neptune is also there, adding more artsy and creative vibes. And then Mars is in cancer in your sixth house of work um, that combination of energies is well suited to working for yourself which we all know is probably your preference <laughs> Neptune will try and Mars creating a natural flow between your work routine tasks and making money Woo-hoo. make that money Pisces this herd of Taurus in your third house gives a very practical and rational approach to your thinking and decision making. Even though some of this energy will break up a little, the North node remains there until midsummer and your Uranus will be there for a few more years. I almost said Uranus. <laughs> caught myself, uh, your thinking will be fast and may not be understood by everyone, but there's a lot of potential for genius like breakthroughs for a long time to come. Saturn and Neptune are both in your first house. Creating both uh, seriousness and a sense of responsibility and creative, sensitive, and artistic flair. Lots of personal growth will happen over the next few years. Mars is in Cancer in the creative and joyful fifth house, and he just wants you to have fun. Um, Mars is very proud here as well, for better or worse. Neptune will try in Mars and give you a sense of pride and regalness and enhance your creative energy. And that bitches is it for this week. That is your bitch scopes for the week of May 8th to 14th. And like I said you can always read all of it over at the blog at kellymaclean.blogspot.com. Please do me a solid and go over to Spotify um, follow my podcasts, all of them. There's bitch story, bitch explaining, bitch scopes. And most importantly, we're trying to focus on House of Bleep, House of Bleep. Um, If you could follow and like all those, if you could leave a great review, that is really, really helpful as well. Um, Yeah, I guess that's it. I feel like a broken record. I really suck at this promotion part of things. I did marketing for, gosh, the better part of 10 years at least, and then I did some um back when the internet was like really new i did anyway i've done a lot of marketing in my career it isn't something that i enjoy it isn't something i ever wanted to do it's just something that happened and so now that i have my business and i'm trying to grow my business i really suck at marketing myself so help a bitch out (laughs) just please just go like and follow the things and share and all that i really really appreciate it um if you go to anchor.fm forward slash bitchscopes or forward slash bitchstory, there's a donate or support button in there. And if you could, you know, donate a few bucks to the podcast, it helps us with, um, advertising and eventually we got to get some um, equipment and stuff like that. So anyway, whatever you can do, it's really appreciated. I know times are tight for everybody. So like there's a, there's an option there for like 99 cents a month or something. Um, and four 99 a month. So anyway, love you guys. You're the best. Um, please feel free to email me at Kelly K E L L Y at the bitch whisperer.me. And I think that's it. Have a great week. Um, Message me. Let me know what you're experiencing. Um, Also, let me know what you want me to talk about on here. Do you want me to cover things like the heiress myth and some of the mythology behind the archetypes? Um, What do you want to learn? I keep saying I'm going to do a little more like teaching and then I keep forgetting because I'm a busy and airheaded bitch. (laughs) Anyway, that's it, guys. Love you. Bye.